Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. everybody, welcome to Slamfire Radio, episode 456 for May 19th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly. I'm Adriel. I'm Kyle. And I'm Mo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bother. Oh, <laughs> uh, I actually was going to beg off tonight, but I like the listeners too much, so I decided to come on. True story. Seating, the seeding hatred didn't come through tonight. And then you didn't want Atro to make up some fake story while you why you weren't. Uh, he doesn't on. make up fake stories anymore about me. He just does it about you, Mo, and everybody believes that. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, is this new for this week or is this a, a no? I got a, I got a new one for Calgary Shooting Center. Okay, um, so yeah, let's get into what we did in guns. What we did in guns is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center. It's Calgary's premier firearms retailer. So, what do you got? They have high capacity, standard capacity, birthier clips, birthier, 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 birthier? clips. Mm-hmm. They're end block clips. They're so there's, they're standard. They're not high capacity because yeah. that's what they're allowed. Maybe there's like lower capacity birthier clips that you can get. Anyways, these are five rounders, end blocks. They're seventy bucks. Yeah, a those pop. are really hot. They're not cheap, but uh, <laughs> I'd imagine if you have like a rifle like this that uh, you have no options. So uh, yeah. They've got those. Okay. World War One. Oh, there was a three-shot magazine. It was too small, so they made a five-rounder. Hmm. Interesting. Two more shots. Count. Mm. Two more. Two more. It's better. Two is better. More better. Mm-hmm. More better. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Adriel, you're right there. So why don't you tell us what you can do? I'm right here. Yeah. Right here. Uh, I put out that uh, Jard J180 video. Saw that? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Been sitting mm-hmm. on that for a while. Um, I think that the most people just recognize that the magazine incompatibility is, is an issue, which mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it seems to be an issue on a lot of like new guns. A lot of new guns, they're just, just like, don't do the standard AR mag well, and they do something weird, and then they introduce new problems, and... And they got to fix them. So I think with that gun, mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's definitely some magazine things that uh, that need to get fixed with it. Uh, I got a new pal in, in the mail. That was neat. You did long, yeah. And I like I didn't know. Oh, was because happen. it's it's attached like, to your new address. Correct. Uh, well, it's attached to my new address, and it's my new pal. Oh, because okay. I had to renew. Okay. Uh, maybe I got it fast because of both of those things. But like they emailed me and they're like, "Hey, uh, you got restricteds and stuff. Do you, are you still going to keep those?" I'm like. Yeah, I, yeah. I did. <laughs> did I apply for just the non-restricted one? And then I didn't hear anything back. And I just, oh, no. <laughs> I thought I was scary. Gonna, I thought like months were going to go by, and they'd be like, "Actually, you applied for the other one. Now you have to reapply or some BS." But uh, no, they just, no. Sent, they just they just sent it to me. So, okay. when yeah. did you originally apply for the renewal? Uh, oh, I can check my email and I can see that. It, no, like oh, roughly. Oh. Roughly, like it was, I don't know, months. Most concerned because he's eight months out and he just applied. 
You'll get yeah, it. I, in a month. I, I only got eight months left. I, I, You'll be fine, Mo. Do you want us to hear a secret? February. Yes. No. Oh, that's good. No, maybe not even February. Do you want to hear a secret? Uh, sure. Okay. So I had to renew last year. <laughs> and uh, it was due to be renewed. It expired on my birthday. I, Which is March 31st. Maybe I shouldn't have said that aloud. Anyways, end of March. I renewed at the beginning of March. <laughs> I got oh, it in two weeks. Okay. I got in two nice. weeks. Okay. Yeah. Can I? Oh, I, I applied March March first, and I got mine this week. So wow, at all. Yeah. Well, if we're spreading secrets, last time, I uh, <laughs> I I wasn't like one month before. I was like almost six months after, and I was still oh. able to renew online. Oh. Still within so the you grace got period. A year and two months, Mo. You're good. <laughs> uh, on tonight's episode, all secrets will be revealed. Because mm. there is a six month grace period after it expires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. Yeah. yeah so no, I mean you're uh, still not gonna be able to buy anything in store, but yeah, yeah. yeah. My secrets, my secrets stay. Okay, I have a question. <laughs> uh huh. Why is my profile picture Adriel? Why is it Adriel? Why did you choose to make it Adriel? What are you trying to tell us? Hmm. Hmm. Anyways, interesting. (laughs) I've gone in through the Slimefire account. That might be uh, interesting. Oh, yeah. We probably all share that one. Okay. And then uh, I put in some perimeter lighting around here. So you can see that like lighting. Mm. uh, I still haven't finished the ceiling, but I put some lighting in. I I didn't want to finish the ceiling and then like start raising stuff and putting wires in. So I'm, I'm doing kind of both at the same time. And uh, I think it looks great. It, it, the, the lighting in here feels too. way better. Yeah. yeah. I'm not done either. I've still got like a bunch to do over there. I got some over here, but I've been putting like all of them on switches so I can like turn the back ones off or turn the side ones off or turn my face. while I just do whatever I want to do on here. So I'm just going to, Get all the switches going. Yeah. And I like up. the back, by the way. It looks much better than last week. Just saying. I I put a gun up on the wall. Yeah. Maybe I'll lot. change. Maybe I'll change that uh, the rifle every time. Yeah. I got the SVT forty up there because see if people can recognize what it is and then send it in or make mentions in the comments. And then you also have all your uh, winnings. All your yeah yeah. I, I put them on cool. a two by two sitting on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make something uh, nicer at some point. Highly decorated shooter, Adriel. Highly decorated. Uh, <laughs> just jazz, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, highly decorated. Um, yeah, I don't know. And yeah, I, I, I grabbed a couple of extra guns. I was uh, I was out at a wedding over the weekend and uh, grabbed a couple of extra rifles that were at my parents' place and uh, brought them home. So Awesome got my grandma's savage six and i've got uh all my red rifles came back so i've got a mosin an svt an sks and i can't remember what else i had out there but i got some more stuff to nice yeah pv mart has a 30 long gun and 10 handgun safe on sale for 550 yeah pv mart pv mart's a real dad place to go oh my god I shop there. All the like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Mm-hmm. Tractor Mart. Supply Store is now the PV Mart here in Kingston. Mm. Mm. I love going in there. It's like all like yard and like all this boring dad shit that no one cares about. But mm, love it. <laughs> love it. It's pretty good. Ours has an excellent like spice yeah. selection for grilling <laughs> and that. Yeah. <laughs> selection. Okay. It that's, some ge- that's some general store vibes going there. <laughs> we got tractor parts and we got spices. We got just a little bit of everything. <laughs> Whatever we got, though, that's the only thing you can get into. Excuse me, sir. Where do I find the spices? Aisle five. Have yeah. in this week. Well, a train from uh, Kansas City came in, so we got a little bit of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm clearly done. Uh, what I've done in guns, uh, Kelly. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> Mine's short and sweet too. I have not had any time to do it. I'm just swamped at work, so um, I'm getting ready for this weekend. We're doing a maple seed double header in Woodview uh, this weekend, so super excited about that. It's uh, the Johnson Ranch. Uh, we typically go there once or twice a year. Uh, Johnson Ranch, they built a maple seed range for us, so it's set near uh, Peterborough, so I'm super excited about that. Uh, we got a new Shoe Shoots uh, podcast that's going to be coming out on uh, in June. Uh, we're going to be talking cowboy action, so stay tuned for that. It's the second week of second Tuesday of June. Just let you know. And um, yeah, that's I think that's it. I didn't go. Sh- I did not go skeet shooting like I was supposed to last night. Oh, yep. Just too busy at work. I'm you know, training for the next three weeks virtually, and it's just draining me. And uh, I did not go. Kelly and I were going to go and uh, shoot at the range on the weekend, but Kelly had to go and do some sighting in of her um, her rifle. So I decided <laughs> to go and uh, take advantage of Rock Thunder being open. It opened on Sunday, so I went there instead. That was it. So that was, that's me. Is that your um, I've done your qualifying MQT on the background there? Whose is that? No, I will look at it. So we had an MQT on there, and we had some people that were confused about round counts, and so mm-hmm. we drew it on an MQT. They're down on the ground, and they were able to actually keep up with the problem with the. Uh, with the MQ, MQT qualifying test, so they didn't lose count or whatever. So helping them out. It's when we first, hmm. when we were nicer, when we were a kinder, gentler program, way back when. I just when yell at started. people. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I know. It's, we've changed quite a bit. By the way, it's the fifth anniversary this last week of Project Maple Seed incorporating and having our first official event. Nice. That was really, really cool. Yeah, it's been. Uh, doesn't feel like it's been five years. Feels like it's been forever. And then it also feels- <laughs> <laughs> it's changed a lot, but it's also gotten so much better as well. So, and not only that, I was able to go across the country uh, quite a few times uh, with Project Maple Seed and meet a whole bunch of different people and like thousands of people and sleep in. Pop- uh- Random uh, parking lots and ranges. sleeping in random pro- parking lots and driving nonstop for days, literally. And yeah, I get to meet the best people in the whole entire world. Yeah. So probably would do it all over again. Probably. Anyways. Probably. Probably. Mo, what about you? What did you do in guns this week? Um, 
I had a match in Quebec, a IPSC match at Sandhill Club, which is near Sherbrooke. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys can make fun of me now because my small batches of ammo bit me in the ass. No way. Because uh, yeah. I, I found out last minute that they were it was going to be eight stages and a higher round count, which is good. Except I didn't. I didn't think I would have enough. It would be borderline. It would be one of those where I just wouldn't have enough for the last, like last stage to load up. Uh, so I had to go to a sale outdoor store, which only had 115 grain. I obviously had to pay for. It. And uh, so yeah, that was last minute. Yay! Um, the match went mostly well. Is, is it too soon to complain about heat? Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. However, I do sympathize with you because on Saturday, it was Saturday when you shot the match, correct? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was almost thirty degrees here. So I, yeah, I'll give it to you. It was. It was warm and and it was completely sunny. So yeah, I'll give it to you. It was warm. Yeah, and I'm starting to think my uh, my diet of coffee only and no water is it's also biting me in the ass i gotta start drinking more water before i go to these things yeah coffee coffee and energy drink you're good to go oh and okay over <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, need. yeah because i started to wilt and the, i was doing pretty well and then the last few stages i was just like did you talk about this already about you needing to drink water yeah, I know. And then I don't do it. And then yeah. <laughs> and then when I'm in that moment, I'm like, why didn't I drink more water? <laughs> so anyways, uh, it, it went it went pretty well, ex- like, like I said, except for the last few stages. It was a lot of fun because it was a bigger match. Um, I then registered for another match in Quebec this weekend, and I made plenty of extra ammo, so I should be good. Um, looking forward to that. I also registered for the Lunatic Tactical match in August. So I'm officially registered, paid up, all set to go. Um, did you really? looking- yeah, yeah. I yeah, thought he that. Did. Oh, okay. Well, I guess oh, yeah. I'm going to register. I 100%. thought I didn't need to, that I was just going to have calling, to calling all shotgun shooters in Canada. Me. <laughs> Time to register. God, I'm a princess, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, and then the best part was I took a new shooter to the range uh, first timer yesterday. Awesome. So we were a sh- little bit short on time. Uh, so she she had never shot before, and uh, I brought my Smith and Wesson combo. Uh, I started her off with the uh, the what's called the Victory Twenty Two. Uh, yep. which she liked and it's so like mild right to shoot yeah. that pistol and uh, so she liked that and um and then i had also brought my revolver which is another smith and wesson uh what's it called combat model 66 okay and i had brought 38 special i didn't bring the 357 and uh she did notice that you know obviously the re- recall was even on a 38 was much more than a than a 22 and uh so she she liked it and we were short on time so i'm gonna take her back and do do some rifle stuff as well yeah. uh but that was it for the first time hey question uh, yes well first of all that was awesome that you were able to do that and you're going to take it back again it means you didn't scare her off no no so, i okay. might have scared her off but the guns didn't okay <laughs> no, i have a question kidding. for you did you look at your schedule yet are you coming out to maple seed yeah yeah don't sound so happy about it, but do you, 
No, it's not. I don't want to do it. I just I'm worried about like again the heat and stuff like that. Oh, I, know. I, I just don't do well. I like cold. I I could I could do cold all year round. I know uh, that sounds there's stupid. there's blasphemy. Stittsville is, is post, Stittsville is posted and it has spots available and it's in October. Okay, that would be a, October would be good. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's possible. That. All right. Yeah. Blasphemy, eh? <laughs> no, g- give me, give me cold, please. Thank you. Um, well, it's like it's raining and hailing here today. So that's really, the, yeah. <laughs> it's raining here, but it's, is is it soft warm. hail or? Yeah, it's it's like snow. Yeah, <laughs> hard oh. snow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and that's it for me. How about you, Kyle? Well, I did a couple things. So I did end up going out to the High Prairie Gun Show on the weekend. And well, it it was a gun show. It there was nothing really, well besides one thing. But overall, it was nothing special. It was the same thing as always. Same stuff you expected to see there. It was still good. Lots of people there, so it was good to see that they had a good turnout. But there was one booth that was really interesting because I I haven't seen that before. But the Alberta CFO office they actually put a table at the gun show and our actual Alberta CFO was there to talk. And she had actually a little bit of her private collection, all prohib stuff and ended up standing there talking with her for had to have been over half an hour, just everything, what she's doing, what she came into and what she's dealing with. And then kind of her goals going forward for what she wants to do for Alberta. And one of the big ones, and it became very evident is that they are actually, actually wanting more ranges to open. They're there to try and help the ranges open, stay open, do whatever they need to do. And so that was a kind of a breath of fresh hair. And she That's interesting. prefaced it really good because she had her, prohib part of her prohib collection like she said a small fraction i don't want to lose my stuff so yeah after that conversation is really good and really convinced to me that alberta now has a cfo that is actually behind the gun owners and Mm -hmm. is actively fighting for gun owners so i know we had uh highlighted that she had wrote uh, the government about the OIC or was it the OIC or? Yeah, it was no, the OIC. And, yeah. Yeah. and no. also the um, municipal handgun, basically, or the provincial. Yeah. Well, she had copies of it there and I rent it, read it, but she had another letter about this May 18th stuff with this new backdoor registry that she had written a letter that to. Guess what? She found out the same way everyone else did, a Twitter post. (laughs) Quite literally, that's how she found out about it. Apparently, that's how our government works, through Twitter posts. Twitter, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then she was saying that, uh, I haven't seen it yet, but she was submitting a third letter on this past Tuesday. So she's, um, same thing. And like, she's... Basically, right now, she's trying to put the pieces in place. Like I, I flat out asked her about the potential of Alberta saying, screw the federal firearms program. 
what what are the chances of Alberta just saying screw the federal firearms program? Let's just adopt our own. And her words to me were right now zero, but the stuff she wants to put in place, including handling like issuing pals would then work towards that end goal. Okay. We'd need to make that possible. We'd need to pick the RCMP up, which they're not doing terrifically well nationally anyways. Yeah. In the end, it was a, Amazing conversation and one that was definitely, I was really glad I went to the gun show because before I went to that table, I was like, okay, well, it's just another gun show. But yeah, that, that made the trip for sure. That was worth the four hours of driving. Absolutely. Uh, Other than that, I actually made, did make it to the range this week. Uh, Tuesday night, I joined our defensive or I think they call themselves dynamic pistol group for their bi-weekly shoot. I haven't made it to one in a while, but, uh, definitely glad i made it this night so we worked on just a little bit of fundamentals in that and then we ended up playing with some ballistics gel and one of the guys is actually a medic and he brought some of his old level two armor that needed to be disposed of so we played around with that and saw what that stuff can do and i gotta say i am i am surprised both in the ballistics gel, because we had everything from 9, well, not everything. We had 9, 40, 10 mil, 45, and defensive rounds, full metal jacket, and we tested this stuff. The only thing that stayed in this block of ballistics gel, which I'm going to say it was probably around 16, 18 inches uh, deep, was the 40 cal, 9 mil. Even the defensive nine mil rounds punched straight through it. The forty cal stopped about ten inch, ten to twelve inches in, and then yeah, like, like the ten mil or sorry, the forty, the forty cal stopped. Everything else passed through, and then we played around with the level two armor, and that stopped everything. Yeah. Huh, I didn't I, think level two I was rated for a lot of that stuff. I didn't think so either, and I have the rounds to prove it. Like it just flattened it. So I took one of my lead polymer coated rounds and it just flattened it. Hmm. Did you guys shoot FMJs at it though? That yeah, we did, and it stopped those too. Hmm. Pretty much the same thing. Just flattened them. Uh this is a this is the 40 cal defensive round. And it's really interesting because it put, if you can see there, it pushed the center in and then where it's supposed to expand, curled around the outside of it. Huh. And then we, uh, well, we just, the five of us lined up and just unloaded on it. But so grouping in a single point, it took six rounds before we had to pass through. I, good stuff. I was very surprised, especially level two. And it was fun. I was really glad I went that night because, yeah, I got to play with ballistics gel and some, you know, dispose of some level two armor. So what you got out of this week is that you really went to a gun show and you were really went, you went, I'm really glad you went to it, the range. Yeah. That yeah, was fun. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It was a good week. Awesome. Good week. Yeah. Did you guys try rifle rounds on it? 
No, yeah. we can't shoot rifle in our indoor oh, range, yeah. and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing we have open that for well, open period right now for pistol or rifle. Uh, it'll be a it'll be a while before we have outdoor pistol. Yeah. Hmm. So now you gotta work on that design and get that submitted to the CFO. But that oh, is cool. Yeah, that's it for me. Awesome. Okay, nice. let's get it. Let's get into our upcoming events. Upcoming events are sponsored by Telus Alpha. Telus Alpha is a Canadian digital agency that works exclusively with the firearms vertical. They help with business processes, strategic planning, websites, e-commerce, and battling the stigma of the industry. Carries with banks, merchant processors, and I can't talk, and social media. So go and check them out at tillisalpha.com. Um. Yeah, so a couple of things. We have a Maple Seed calendar. Hey, so like go and check out the new Project Maple Seed website that Adriel did. All the events are listed on it, and you can, it's not, yeah, go updated and the do pictures. That. What? Updated the pictures. You did. You updated and the pictures. Put all the events on there. Yeah, for the most part. There is a for few more. Part. Yeah, there's a few more events. Well, not a few. There's quite a few more events that are going to be coming up. But mm-hmm. anyways, go and check it out. So and uh, yeah, so you can even join Mo in Stittsville in October when he's not going to melt. Right. Yeah, I, was, I, I looked at the dates uh, and it's 22nd and 23rd. That that sounds much cooler at that time of year. So, yes, you're going to freeze yeah. your ass off. It's gonna I'm rain. good with it. Well, we could host like a most special here in the end of January, beginning of February, if you really want. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> in Grand Prairie? Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if no. you know what this means, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It means you're literally going to freeze your ass off. So, anyways. <laughs> All right. What we're going to do is we're going to get into the news because, yeah, let's just get into the news. Uh, Chaz. Adriel, this is you, I know, because it's Chaz. So what's going on with that? Buying some uh, neighboring land. We've had a problem neighbor that's like complained a bunch of, about a bunch of stuff. They're trying to sell their land. They're like complaining because, you know, if they can cause issues with us, it makes their land more expensive. And we just uh, bought them out. So enough uh, is enough. We have a bunch of land now. And uh, I think we're going to put some camping on there. Not right away, but. Permits and whatnot. Yeah. And it's up it's up up above the floodplain. So we could develop like there's development possibilities, I guess you could say. So maybe we could put in like an indoor range up there. That'd be nice. Indoor range, Mm -hmm. some camping, and then uh, the outdoor range like down the hill. That would be Mm -hmm. uh that would be very nice. And there's definitely space for it. But uh yeah, there's all sorts of interesting potentials that you could uh that you could do with that space. Sweet. That's great news. Good news. I don't know if it'll make the uh, county permitting things go any faster, but um, he was one of the prime people that was complaining to the county, and maybe that, that he's out of the picture, the county will just like do other things. Probably. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Okay. So if you have a problem with the message in this, this is a little bit messages this week, by the way. The message in this is if your neighbors are being assholes, go and buy their land. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> like if you're a range, you kind of do need to have uh, control over the land like nearest to you. So yeah, you either that's uh, friendlies or that's uh, just buying them. And I mean, friendlies don't stay friendlies forever. Uh, someone who might be cool just buying a, a land next to a range to start with might uh, 
get old on them when they want to like sell that land and they find out that it's not worth as much because there's that range there. Hmm. Yeah. But unfortunately yeah. they're not too smart if they're going, well, I bought anyways. <laughs> okay. You bought a piece of land beside a range. Mm-hmm. Uh, the range was there first. Uh, Kurt retail sales. Yeah. Oh yeah. So this, mm-hmm. Um, P&D and Frontier both took note of this at different times, but uh, P&D was saying this week was their highest uh, week for retail sales ever. And uh, Frontier Firearms said that they had their largest running guns in decades as well. And this is because uh, on the 18th, which was yesterday, that pseudo registry that's not a registry came into effect. So uh, everyone wanted guns that weren't on the books. They're still on the books. Like yeah. those yeah. retailers still have those sales records. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not yeah. on the books. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. it seems like every everything is a reason for, for buying a gun. There's always like <laughs> there's always a panic, right? Whether it be new the, laws or fear of new laws always drive more sales. No. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Correct. You remember when the OIC? Mm-hmm. You remember before then? Remember season. Yeah. Boogaloo bread and uh, the COVID and air 15s and yeah. the riots in this in the US over what it yeah. last summer or the summer before. Like there's always an excuse. There's always an excuse to buy guns. Yes. Yeah, so what did we learn from this? Um, Want to buy it cheap Go and stack it deep? <laughs> We're learning all sorts tonight. <laughs> <laughs> my my learning is to always have like a few thousand rounds of whatever you need on hand because when it gets expensive, you'll be like, "Oh my god, thank God I have like three thousand rounds of this, and I don't need to buy this stuff at whatever silly price it's on." Right, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. No thousands right? of rounds. Stop yes. pile. Stockpile thousands of rounds. Buy more guns. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Okay. Good messaging. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so the next one is Graber. She put this in here. I did. I saw it on oh, Facebook. Did you too? Oh yeah. So yeah. yeah, we're gonna have them on. By the way, I was shocked mm-hmm. with them. So, but they're moving to the US. And mm. do you know why? More because Canada is a terrible place to have a firearms business, <laughs> pretty yes. much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're probably making good business selling into uh Brownells because, like, Brownells carries their products, yeah. They're, yeah, they're and, carrying, as, and as soon as Brownells yeah. starts carrying your product, you're like, Oh, I can sell yeah. way more guns to those guys, I don't yeah. have to deal with the dicking around here with all the hassle, all yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, why if you've got an innovative firearms business, Canada's like a not a great place to be. Yeah. Oh, Unfortunately, I totally get it. Them. It sucks, but I totally get it. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, so get on them, I guess. Sad for us. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk about Saddle Hill. And while you guys are doing mm-hmm. that, I'm just going to actually put you on. I'm just going to get. Yeah. Anyways, take care of business, guys. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Saddle Hill. This is your neck of the woods, isn't it, Hef? It is. Yeah. Do you know anything about this? I took note I, of it because like, oh, there's a lawsuit. Okay. Actually, I talked to the guy who, so this Saddle Hills, this range that they're trying to, just a little bit of a background. Mm-hmm. This range that this uh, Saddle Hills Target Association is trying to open actually started out as an extension of Wapiti Shooters Club. Okay. And the people that we had in there did, didn't have time, whatever, and it got 
someone else took it on and it separated from Wapiti Shooters Club and became Saddle Hills Target Association. This has been in the works for, I want to say, five years. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a great facility. Long range. I designed the multi-gun range for it and everything. Um, Basically, what I got on Saturday when I was talking with basically the guy who took it over from us and, and that and has been putting out the money and doing all the work to try and get this going. He said that basically people involved in this have already tried to stop it twice before. Now they've actually made their own association and are trying to file a lawsuit because, and this is actually really interesting because I ended up at the same fire as one of the people who created this environmental associations that is filing this lawsuit and basically it's over quadding areas. Hmm. Oh, so there's they politics would quad over... through there all the yeah. time and whatnot. So they do not want the range to go through there. I can tell you that Sallow Hills target association is not concerned. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the people involved in this have tried this, I guess already twice before and that, but uh, I did take a quick peek at the post and it, Turns out they're uh, hearing for the rezoning of the land that they are actually been given a lease to already. They just need it rezoned. Was canceled, I guess, just to hear these guys out. But uh, it's this is how new ranges go. At least, at least in Alberta, in certain areas, you put in, and it in certain areas it can be a crapshoot because there was uh, shotgun range supposed to be opening down in the county of Leduc. Guy put a couple million dollars into it, owned the land. It wasn't lease land, owned the land, and ended up getting shut down. So, like this, I believe this Sal Hills Target Association, that range will go forward, and I can't wait for it to go forward because then it won't be, it'll be another place to shoot where you can shoot long range, do the multi-gun and everything, or the dynamic shooting without concern of surrounding neighbors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a, a lot of people in the Grand Prairie area just go into the bush, right? There's so much crown land around you guys. That's what they're doing now, and they're not going that far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're going around the corner and shooting there, which is worse than just shooting at a range. Yeah. So hmm. it'll go forward, I'm sure, but it's, it's just the... It's been the same story for the last five years. There's always somebody like they're actually on their second or third location for it. It's already been approved. Okay. CFO approved it. They just need the rezoning and then it's happening. Hmm. So. All right. Okay. Cool. Did we learn cool. anything from this? Um, <laughs> just checking. General public are yeah. idiots. Stupid yeah. bunch of words I can't say on air. If you're quadding, by the way, gun clubs are great because they also help take care of the land and keep it trimmed so that you can go and quad. Just saying. Anyways. All right. Roads. So the, what? Yeah. Keep, they <laughs> keep care of roads and stuff like that too, right? Exactly, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so I did add one thing. It's the CCFR NFA Ragel Taka 
update. So this was posted today on the Canadian Coalition for Firearms Rights, the Canadian National Firearms Association, which is the NFA, uh, the Canadian Coalition for Firearms Rights, CCFR, and Rod Giltacker pleased to announce that the intellectual property litigation between the parties uh, regarding the logos has been concluded to the mutual satisfaction of both parties. So it's been settled. We can stop fighting now and we can move on to what's actually really important, guys. Fighting about the next thing? Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Saving our... And, uh, yeah. Okay. So that's that. Uh, yeah. So what did we learn? Yeah. I'm just going to stop right here. Well, we need more details to see what we learned. <laughs> um, People can be adults and come to an agreement without... There uh, you go. And we can work as, together as a team so that we can... We all have the same goal. Yeah. We'll just keep our firearms. Okay, speaking of which, the CCFR Legal Defense Donations, there's a couple that uh, they just posted. So there's one that Listo Rifle and Revolver Club post. Uh, they donated another $2,500 to the um, the the uh, Legal Fund Challenge. Nice. And then also the Bradford Shooting Club in Uxbridge, Ontario. They also donated uh, $500 to the Legal Challenge. So thank you to those clubs. If your club wants to do a donation or if you want to do it to yourself, you can go over to the CCFR webpage. You can donate to the legal fund by sending an EMT to finance at firearmsrights.ca. But uh, the reality is go over there and become a member as well, either through as a club. Being a club would be great, actually. But to individual, family or business as well, become members, donate to the legal fund, go buy some swag. You're, uh, you're helping out with that as well. Okay. Bolt Action Coffee. We're going to go and get into new gun stuff, but uh, Bolt Action Coffee is Slam Fire Radio is the brand ambassador for Bolt Action Coffee. Uh, the coffee is roasted in really small quantities, kind of like uh, Mo and his uh, ammo there. Um, and uh, yeah, it's really good coffee. Go get your hands on it by going over to boltactioncoffee.com. Put the discount code Slam Fire, all one word, all capital letters, and you'll get sent to you at your home. New gun stuff. A drill. Yeah, the first one I have here is uh, uh, the Mauser M15. Uh, this looks like a GSG 15 uh, that's been branded by Mauser, which uh, GSG has done with. What was the other one they did? Anschutz. They did an Anschutz version of their uh, of their GSG 15 as well that had like a fancier stuff on it. So it's a fancier GSG 15. Yeah. Uh, go check that out if if you want. Uh, the next one, I think I'm going to, here, let's share some window. That's pretty. That one. Uno momento. Por favor. There we go. There's the M15, which, uh, hmm. yeah, it looks it looks like kind of like the uh, GSG-15, but with a couple things that are different. Stock's different. Uh, the Indeed. sights are different, and uh, that might be it. The Oryx is a new field stock. This is uh, not out yet. This will be out uh, summer of 2022. Uh, it's more inexpensive, more cheaper. It comes with uh, a rising cheek rest, adjustable cheek rest. Yep. And it's more of like a PRS style stock. So rather than like aluminum skeleton, adjustable everything, it's more like, a, I don't know. It's not a standard rifle stock. More of a sporting rifle stock. They're calling it their field stock. 
It's two ninety nine US or three fifty Canadian. Uh, and the part I like the best it comes in like lots of different wild colors. The Ooh. days of uh, black FDE ODG, those days are gone. You got the ODG mm-hmm. in there, and then they've got blue and red and stark <laughs> blue and red. Looks like, like Ferrari, Ferrari red. Look at that. Hmm. Yeah, well, cool. I mean, like the, their their stocks are made to be run on competition rifles, right? You might as well go super colorful on your competition rifle. You don't need camo mm-hmm. or anything like that. You're not trying to be a tactical operator. You're just trying to like, I don't know, shoot. Win. Uh, yeah, win. So win. <laughs> I like it. I like what color platforms are they making it for? Uh, inlets. Rem 700, Howa 1500, Tika, and Savage Short Actions to start with. But I bet you they'll add their other ones because yep. they have a whole... Like, if you look at their other Oryx stock, it comes in, like, everything. Hmm. Sweet. Yep. I like. Uh, the next one... So, I, I'd been looking for... Um, I was kind of having a hankering for uh, a cheap European side-by-side or over-under... Uh, Tradex sold all their stock, and I was trying to figure out who bought it all. I think I found it. So Inter Surplus has a whole crap ton of very reasonably priced side-by-side and over-under shotguns. These are all European shotguns, primarily like uh, trap and skeet guns. They're not made for steel. Uh, a lot of these are, uh, are a little bit older. Um, their prices are incredible. 300 bucks, give or take, gets you a side-by-side or an over-under. Hmm. So I was uh, I was looking at their over unders because they were very reasonable as well, and uh, a lot of bike cows and uh, and that kind of things, uh, a couple of fags and uh, Merkels and that kind of thing, but uh, yeah, decent priced. Mm-hmm. This fag will get you uh, ejectors and a double trigger, which is kind of neat. Ooh, double trigger, cool. Yep. Stock has a crack behind a tang. Whatever. Nothing a little bit of uh, Gorilla Glue won't fix. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, so like for an over-under, over-unders are expensive. Like a, mm-hmm. a, a bare-bones Stoger IGA crappy over-under is like 700 bucks. You could go that way. But what if you don't like trap? Well, if you just go get one of these. Because the thing about one of these, you could buy one, something like this. Uh, shoot it for a couple of years, be like, "Hey, I want to now. I want to upgrade to like something really fancy and sell it for the same price you bought it for, because they they don't get any cheaper than three hundred bucks for a working over under double barrel or whatever." In my opinion, anyways. So, I uh, I might buy one. I don't know if I should get a side by side or over under though. One of over under. Oh yeah, it's three hundred dollars. Yeah, go and get one of each. I yeah, both. Look at all that like, room you have behind you. You got side by sides are cool, but I do prefer shooting over under. Have you guys ever tried hunting with a side by side? It's it feels like the dumbest thing in the world. It it just oh, yeah, feels I've, terrible. I grew up grouse hunting with the side by side. Oh, I hate it so much. Over under is like yeah, I, I've got this is a proper sight field. Side by side is like what am I even looking at? <laughs> Maybe that's just me. Uh, Delask has, in their words, a metric shit ton of barrels. Uh, <laughs> it took three thousand pounds of blanks to turn barrels from. So they got it. They got some Ooh. source material. They got some. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And they will be uh, like their cranking barrels. them out. They're, you know, they they have very reasonably priced twenty two barrels uh, yeah. for ten twenty twos and that kind of a thing. 
Uh, they do like 45 ACP barrels. They do all kinds of things. So, um, yeah, I, I checked. They have 22 barrels of like every length and finish that you want fluted, non-fluted, eight and a half inch barrel, 12 and a half inch barrel. They got it all. Oh, speaking of which, I did I did order some stuff from them. Not a barrel. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to open up the last one here. I just haven't seen these before. Have you have you seen this brand of uh, of 22 before, Kelly? Norma Match. Mm-hmm. Sounds fancy. Norma, Norma yeah. Match 22 high velocity. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't no. make sense to me. Why a high velocity? Why wouldn't it open for me? Why wouldn't it be a standard velocity? Well, it says target velocity of 1100 feet per second. 1080 is like your standard velocity. 1100 is yeah. pretty close to it. Why are they calling it high velocity? No idea. Should be faster than that for high velocity. Target velocity think. is what it says on the side of the box. Maybe it's not really high velocity. It's target. I don't velocity. think so. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I've never I've never heard of that brand before. Have you? Well, Norma I have, but not Norma like Match. normally they make like centerfire and that kind of stuff, not <laughs> rimfire stuff. Yeah. They're getting someone else to rebrand. Maybe it's like RWS or something like that that they're rebranding. Maybe. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was interesting, so I thought I would share. That's Thanks about, for sharing. Uh, all I've got this week. All right. Okay. Let's get into the main topic. So for tonight's main topic, uh, Adriel was thinking that it might be a great idea to talk about the new individual web services to transfer a firearm because there's a bit of a, it was a little bit of an issue yesterday. So I thought, or it's a we bit of an thought, issue today. yeah, a big, yes. So, uh, Adriel, why don't we uh, get into you that? tried on. using it? No. Have you, logged, have you logged in and tried it? No, why so, do you actually do that while we're on the air here? I don't want to log into it because uh, there'll be some personal information on there that I don't want to show people. But, okay, uh, then I can, can kind of go through. If you haven't done it before, um, do it before you need to transfer a gun because uh, it's a little bit complicated. Um, you have to verify either with a G key, uh, GC key, G key, whatever, GCT, some sort of key, yeah. or through your bank. And, yeah, your uh, sign-in partner, yeah. 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 As long as your bank is supported, some of the banks aren't supported. I had problems with with um, when I actually signed up for, uh, tried to renew my PAL. I had issues because this is also also how you would do your PAL uh, renewal yep. online. Yep, that's yep. how I did uh, mine. Yeah, yeah, and I ran I ran into issues um, trying to verify with my bank because it just didn't want to work. Um, I tried more recently here and it worked just fine. Okay, so you got to get past that. I don't know how this is, how you're supposed to do this on a mobile phone because it is like the the usability is not good, uh, and you're like bouncing between different platforms and different uh, domains and that kind of thing because it's a government site and it's a mess. Um, you log so if get all your stuff figured out, be be sure that you can log in before you buy or sell a gun. Um, once you get in there, there's a new section that's um, uh, transferring uh, non restricted firearms where you can verify a buyer or seller's pal. Uh, you can go in there and you can punch in your info, their info and, uh, and you're off to the races. It does ask for their email address and you need that to match the email address they have on file on the personal side. Yep. Yep. On the personal really? side. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. So there's like, there's some setup that you'll need to do here. Uh, it's not just going to work. Um, 
And I had a few buddies of mine try it today, and they said it verified the other person's pal, and when it came time to give them the reference number, it died. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> so that might be a thing that happens today or tomorrow or later, is uh, it might just not give you a reference number. I don't know how much that matters. Like, to, uh, I get it. Strictly, we're supposed to get that for, you know, to obey the law and whatever. But uh, if their web thing breaks, it eh, seems like there's a problem. Say, so they released a new application first thing yesterday, yesterday morning, and it didn't handle all the traffic. And it's the RCMP <laughs> we're talking about, though. So <laughs> I never would have thought. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, no, so it's uh, it's not really handling the, the traffic that, that uh, we're sending to it. But um, if you need to use it, make sure you've got all that stuff set up beforehand because I wouldn't want to be uh, on the side of the road trying to give a guy a gun, looking at their pal, and trying to do this on this website for the first time um, all out on my lonesome. It would be, it, would, yeah, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't fly. Doesn't sound smooth. Hmm. Not yet. Not yet. Um, now it is fast. You punch in your thing, they punch in their thing and it's done. Um, that, that part's good. Cause right now, if you were to do a restricted firearm transfer, you would, uh, call in as the seller, give them ugh, answer a million stupid questions for the million. <laughs> is that your mailing address and where you live? Yes, of course it is. Okay. Well then, <laughs> then on to the next question. Ask, you've answered probably a million times. Um, yeah, so I mean, like, they'll, you don't have to answer those questions, which is very nice because uh, I, I hate answering those questions over and over again. Um, so it's it's quick. Um, you, you don't have to call in. There's no waiting on hold. It just happens, and uh, they, you, you get to verify that they have a, a, a valid pal. I don't know and how that, often, be, like beforehand, like beforehand, you you still could ask the person to see their pal. You could take a look at their pal. Yeah, it looks legit and, and go on with your life. Maybe, just maybe, in the four years, it's been revoked uh, since, but I don't know how big of a risk they were actually obviating by uh, by doing this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then that, that reference is between the two individuals, and it's good for 90 days, correct? So in theory, those two people could exchange more firearms, I guess? I mean, you don't necessarily have to even transfer a firearm. It's just like you could be checking that they have a valid pal. Uh, I don't, I'm not even talking pricing until you can make sure that you give me your pal and I can verify that I'm not just wasting my time talking to some rando on the internet. So I might just go verify your pal online first and uh, then we're going to get a transfer reference and okay, now we can talk pricing. Right. Mm. Do you have so, to do this hey, for ammo? No. 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 So I can still sell ammo to people who don't have a license knowingly and get restorative justice instead of uh prison. Get bored. <laughs> now. You're on going with this? <laughs> We're back to restorative justice. Well, that's uh, like last, last week's week. conversation. About, yeah, people uh, uh, getting away with um, supplying ammo to people who shouldn't have it. And. Uh, uh, yeah, no, no reference, no reference, <laughs> no. just knowingly. I mean, so we had that before. If you supplied ammo to someone who you know doesn't have a license, it's against the law. 
And we still have it now. If I supply a firearm to someone who doesn't know, I know they don't have a license, I'll right. still get nailed for it. So now we just do this extra super duper, super de duper careful thing. Right. Yeah. So you have to, so if you renew your license or online, et cetera, you got to go and do that GC anyways. So yeah. Right. It's such a, it's such a bad system. Like, I don't know why they like, I I'm sure someone got paid, you know, 10 million bucks to, to figure that thing out and, and build that thing. But it's so bad. Mm -hmm. Yep. I get a yeah. SIN number. You could like, you know, there's there's got to be some better government ID that they could use that uh, doesn't involve me bank? logging in with my bank so yeah. that you can verify really? my ID and all this other nonsense. Why through banks? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Anyway. Probably... I tried the GC key because I had mm -hmm. one and then it messaged, it said I, it was revoked for some reason and then I just signed mm -hmm. in through the bank. And <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. I have so many GC keys. I don't know what to do with them. Um, it's a true story. Through work. Um, okay, so uh, so have you question? Have you have you really done a transfer yet? I can neither confirm nor deny that I've <laughs> any firearms. I just want to know. Yeah. No. I say, have you verified anybody yet? Yes. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I just want to know how easy it was. Like easy yeah. enough. Easy if enough. You, if you know government websites and and you're able to like, uh, oh, the the login part is the hardest part. All the other form stuff is basic basic web form. Super quick. Super easy. Okay. Okay. All right. Any other best advice or what are we sort of learning point from this one? For Some today? people were um so a lot of people bought firearms before this went into play because they were concerned about the government knowing that they have guns and um, big surprise. They already know you have guns. You got a license. Well, if you already have a pal, they already know. Like I, th I think the, the only thing that this is like, they don't know you have that gun. So I Correct. guess if they make some illegal in the future and it's like, Oh, we know that on, but the, like the, the longer time goes by, the less value this thing has as a registry. Because at any point you'd be like, oh well, we know you bought uh, Savage Axis in 308 like 10 years ago. Where is that thing? We're like, dude, I don't know. Like I've had, I've get, I've transferred like 40 firearms since then. It's not in back there. I don't know. It's gone, mm -hmm. and that's fine. Yeah. Um, I think the only like uh, the real risks are, uh, you can only buy or sell five firearms per year. Otherwise, you have to get a business license. That's a risk, right? Uh, yeah, it, or... it's the it's the, <laughs> the add-ons to to it, yeah. right? It's it's the extra layers that they'll start to you know. Oh, we need this, and now we need this, and now we need this, and actually, now we do want the firearm. Yeah, now we want the serial number and everything. Yeah. We're going to give you yeah. a card. It's not a it's not a registration card. It's a reference yeah. card. Yeah, for that yeah. firearm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. And if you have to become a business because you're doing more than five, then therefore you have to keep those records yeah, for 20 right. years. Yep. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then you are yeah, you recording drill. serial number and everything. Yeah. Else. Correct. It, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. It doesn't seem so bad today, but <laughs> it won't take long before it, it it's just gets like the Patriot Act. It, it yeah. seems like a good idea until it goes into play. And then all of a sudden it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God, what the hell did they do? When things are done incrementally, it, it's not as. 
you know, a shock, as much of a shock, right? So, as, as far as I know, um, just to kind of come like the slippery slope thing here, um, Ipsic was told that they would be able to run full cat mags for for Ipsic, and then as soon as everything went into play, no, <laughs> yeah. actually, no. Oh, I never heard that story. That's that's true. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I, I, I don't know. That's that's so long ago that uh, I, I I can't confirm that. Okay. That's, that's wow. What I, heard. Yeah. I just learned something new. Good. Well. So anybody that's listening to the show, if you actually want to let us know if you've done a transfer, how easy or cumbersome it was or any problems, just send us an email. And uh, So listen, guess what? We're done with that topic, right? I'm right going to do lots of transfers okay. to all sorts of people who I may or may not buy from. And uh, okay. any, any, any of those transfers that I'm connected to will, uh, will quickly lose any usefulness because I will be a super spreader. <laughs> awesome. so you're stress you, testing you're the system. Patient zero. Excellent. No, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a super spreader. All, okay. all, all <laughs> lines will come in and we're like, I don't know. All right. <laughs> Let's get into listener feedback, shall we? Actually, uh, just one more thing. We probably okay. want people to, to transfer a lot because at some point they're going to make a business decision on how many transfers is a business. Yeah. And I, uh, if the average is like 10 a year or 20 a year, that's a good thing for us. Yes. Yeah. We want that number to be high. Yeah. Because yeah, mm-hmm. they can't make the, the number too low. It'll be too much of a yeah. pain in the ass for too many people. We're hobbyists. Right? We buy and sell stuff all the time. And if Excellent. there's lots of hobbyists that do lots of transfers, then they won't be able to just flip the switch and screw us all, right? Correct. Yeah. Apparently, apparently so some guy in Alberta transferred 205,000 <laughs> firearms last year. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't made a script for this yet, but it, it does look scriptable. Excellent. Uh, oh, okay. I am joking around. For anyone listening, this is for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> Absolutely entertainment purposes. So, yeah. Okay. got a question here sure can you loan borrow non-restricteds without doing this crap my Uh-oh. opinion reading what they've stated yes because you're not selling you're not that's what i read into it but i am a dumb idiot living in northern alberta so that's probably the, yeah that's probably the case that you can loan or borrow without doing a, yeah. a full transfer probably yeah. We don't know. It's about ownership, right? Yep. Nine times the law. Yep. Yep. That's true. All right. Let's get into listener feedback. Uh, listener feedback is sponsored by Army DC Gunsmith. Uh, Army DC Gunsmith is a full gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing. He offers hot blooming, park rising, Cerakote finishes, as well as wood refinishing. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms, accessories, optics, and more at uh, dcgunsmith.ca. You can also check him out on Facebook as well as Instagrams. And guess what? I looked. We didn't we have, have any... One. We have we one do. email. Yep. We have one email. Is it Wait. new or is the one about, is it from Josh? It's from Josh. Oh, well, I didn't put it in here because. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, any idea what I can do with these? I have around 400 of them in various shapes, mostly nine millimeter. <laughs> he does. Look at the background. Look at how many of them. I he's know. Got. Yeah. He's, got, he's got bullet trays. Okay. So seriously. Um, yeah. I donate them to da- donate them to daycares for their like crafts, their crafts and stuff. I said tiny ice cube tray. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you wash them first. Um, Yeah. 
I I don't know. I throw mine out. Recycling. So, what do you guys Recycle. do with your re- reloaded nine? Do you carry your reloaded nine millimeter in like buckets and boxes and other like large receptacles, or do you place them nicely in little shelves like this? I have a little ammo box that car- gets carried around in, but I did keep the, the, uh, like a bunch of the foam ones for when I'm reloading. I'll stick mm-hmm. them in there for checking my primers, and they I can actually wiggle that around. And if I'm using my MTM cases, I can actually wiggle them out to get them into there, or mm-hmm. just dump them in the ammo can. Hmm. I just I have a kitty litter bucket just, with all my nine millimeter ammo in it with my reloaded stuff. Yeah, litter, I don't. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not using <laughs> this fancy stuff. I have a scoop, like one of those scoops you do for like rice at the bulk barn for nine millimeter. When I'm like, oh, I need right. to like get some ammo for this match. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm not shooting factory ammo. Right. Okay. Anybody got any ideas for uh, Josh there? Oh, you know what? You can make candles, little ones. <laughs> mini candles, <laughs> little mini five candles, minute, five minute candle, <laughs> birthday candles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Other than just using it for reloaded ammo, no, I wouldn't like. Uh, and even for reloaded, the problem with that is with reloaded ammo, it needs to go into a box, and all the boxes that those things come in are like disposable. They're not made to be able to reuse. So yeah. even though the tray is like heavy duty and could probably be used like fifty times, the box is like toast mm-hmm. after one. Yeah, yeah, a little latch on it. Uh, you could store them like that, but again, that's then you run into the problem of like transport to the range, and also who cares? Just put it in the kitty litter box. Although if you're storing them like that, oh, I want, and you just stack them up like he has them loaded. Oh, I want 200 rounds, so you just grab, dump it in a little bag or your ammo box, and there you go. Oh, I need, you need this. Up. You need this scale now like you know they have at the grocery store that just has like the hook on it, and you just start scooping the ammo in there. <laughs> go by weight. Two kilos should do it. That would be yeah. awesome. No. Oh, yeah. oh, did not like that. No. No. <laughs> He's no. like a small batch guy. I'm, I'm talking yeah, about my bulk guy. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. So if you'd uh, like to give us a little bit of feedback, uh, send us an email at slamfireradio.gmail.com. Uh, patrons, we don't have any new Patreonies, uh, but uh, there is somebody uh, that I got to mail patch. to two people. I have to send two letters out. I need Aww. to so well. I need to send your your box of patches and whatnot. Ooh. Moses going with that one, so I'm sending okay, that in cool. the same box, and yeah. I need to put two letters in the mail. Right, Mo get his in October. All right, <laughs> I'm sure I'll see you before October. I'm hoping. Yeah, we will yeah. actually. We're gonna. Go on a plane ride together to Alberta. Okay. Uh, why don't we get into shout outs, recommendations, podcasts, YouTube sites, whatever. So, Adriel, what do you got for shout outs? None. All I've been watching on YouTube is like boring dad stuff on like weed eater, line, reliability, uh, and durability. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which line is the best? Let's spend 20 minutes watching this guy test weed eater line. That's yeah. where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. You have more than just a, you know, six by six patch of grass now. So you have to, you're doing research into it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Good for you. <laughs> Those videos coming soon. <laughs> oh, <God>. Lawn care video. <laughs> no. <laughs> weed eater cord review <laughs> which one's bulletproof none are <laughs> <laughs> is that important for a weed eaters 
Depends where you live. Yeah, yeah put blades on it. Much yeah. better. Well, better. Nice knife blades. Yeah. yeah. Kyle, what about you? Do you got a shout out or a recommendation or anything? No. And like Adriel, I've been watching other stuff on YouTube, but not home care dad stuff. I've been getting in touch with my pre shooting life and diving. So. Oh, cool. Oh. Uh. Oh. All right. That's awesome. Mo? I have nothing. Sorry. <laughs> you have nothing? Nothing. Okay. I, uh, I thank you all for the lessons learned tonight. I guess. You're welcome. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I think <laughs> we have the show title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wanted to give a shout out to the guys at First Focal Plane. Uh, if you want, well, it's basically recommendations. Go on over to their new podcast. It's called Ballistically, Ballistically Shooting Podcast. Go over and check that out. Uh, they... Ballistically Speaking. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Ballistically Speaking. I literally have. Sorry, the audio got all garbled after this. I think StreamYard had some sort of problem. Uh, but uh, we'll see you next week. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.